G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, it is now more than a full year since the horrendous Beirut port explosion that left hundreds of people dead and thousands injured in Lebanon. It was one of the biggest non-nuclear explosions in history that ripped through Beirut. The explosion of a cache of ammonium nitrate left the city battered and the economy of the nation of Lebanon in ruins. Tens of thousands lost jobs. Nearly half of the five million people in Lebanon live in poverty. Nabil Costa is CEO of the Lebanese Society for Educational and Social Development and General Secretary of the Association of Evangelical Schools in Lebanon, is joining us for an update. Nabil, welcome along to 2020. Thank you. Happy to be with you. Nabil, just remember for us for a few moments the events just over a year ago uh, in Beirut. The city was ripped apart physically and emotionally. What do you remember from that day? I do remember the most unpleasant surprise in my life. I do remember how we were shocked and how we had many different black thoughts crossing our heads. Uh, We thought uh, a a big assassination is taking place or uh, something nuclear. We did not know what to imagine. And we were, if I might say, a bit happy that our country is only politically unstable but not military and security. And all of a sudden, we were surprised with this this big bomb that we do not understand. It was a big frustration to us, especially till we don't know, we didn't know what happened by then. Nabil, is it the case no one is yet accountable for that explosion? Always in Lebanon, no one is accountable, and you never, till now, all this instability since two years, and till now we don't have one, uh, one, one man in prison, till this very moment. They took all our money from the bank. We have this August 4 blast, half of our uh, capital is destroyed, in addition to the 200 victims and thousands of injured people. And uh, no one is responsible, always blaming and no accountability. And your economy is in tatters in Lebanon. It is unbelievable. Yani. Now our the value of a salary, which was two, two years ago, $2,000, now it is 200 months. And our Lebanese pound is devaluated 15 times. So there is no value for our currency. I wouldn't be surprised if they say no Lebanese currency anymore. The currency, as I understand it, uh, the Lebanese pound 
plummeted in value after the explosion. Uh, one US dollar was worth 1,500 Lebanese pounds. No doubt it's, re- it's responded a little better than that today, but it's still not worth much at all. Exactly. Now, now it is 22,000. It was 1,500. Now it's 22,000. Right. And so our, all, all our currency has lost its value. Where is God in all of this, Nabil? I know you're a man of deep Christian faith. You work in the kingdom of God, uh, working with people in Lebanon. How have you processed the things that have happened in Beirut, in Lebanon, over this past year? How are you feeling about that? In full transparency, I tell you, what's happening in Lebanon is beyond any perception. Many analyses and many talks, like what happened with Job in the Old Testament and many advices and so on, but no, he, no one understood the purpose, why God is doing this. What is the wisdom behind it? In our case, we are, if I'm, we are grateful. We are continuing our ministry. We want to stay in Lebanon. We are tired at the same time. We ask why this is happening. We do not understand. But you know what's the blessing? It's to obey without understanding. This is the blessing that we are in. And many, many hundreds of people are coming to know, uh, to know Jesus Christ. Many hundreds and thousands of people from different faces, from different churches, different denominations. So God has a purpose. Do I understand it? I do not. Why us? I do not understand it. But we have to obey and keep moving forward and encourage. You are one of the respected Christian leaders in Beirut, in Lebanon, and you're saying that there's many, many, many who have come to Christ. Are churches, in fact, flourishing in the sense of people coming to Christ and discipleship programs? Are those things happening in some ways unhindered? Uh, uh, happening, uh, happening big time. Not only happening. I've never seen such a revival before those two worst years, if I might say, in the history of Lebanon. It seems that church does not shine except under persecution or troubles or challenges. Uh, we take grace for granted, but this is not the routine thing. Grace is not for granted. We take, we think electricity is for granted, water is for granted. In Lebanon, we're always reminded, no, it's not for granted. We have two hours of electricity or three a day. Water and fuel and gas is a rare commodity, and we are in year 2021. However, people are resorting back to God. People, we have a crisis of hope. What we're doing now in Lebanon, we are distributors of hope, trusting him, and we're sharing this hope with other people. Nabil, how are you dealing with the idea, as I understand it, there's tremendous resentment towards the ruling class, accused of all sorts of rampant corruption and neglect. How are you dealing with that? 
It's very frustrating for us. We know the reason of our trouble. We know who took our money. We know who's the reason for the explosion. It's known information. It's not classified. And we can do nothing about it. I think now God is using, opening the eyes of the Western world, North America, Australia, Europe, and so on. And they are beginning, if I might say, to put uh, different punishments on those leaders. Maybe they will not allow them to travel. They will uh, freeze their accounts in, 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 in the countries, in civilized countries outside Lebanon. So the West is seeing our problem, although it's a little bit little late, but the West is seeing the problem of the Lebanese people. Lebanese people are good people. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we are not lucky with, with, uh, with our rulers because they come with their corruption. Everyone, when he's elected, he says, I will stop the corruption and start. Then we find him. He's rooted in corruption. So the West, we're hoping God will use the Western policies to save us. We're hoping so. So after the explosion, the collapse of the economy and I wonder if you've got any reflection on what's going on in Lebanon by way of hospitals. As I understand it, they're battling with shortages of medicines, uh, the COVID pandemic. How how are those sorts of things happening in Lebanon? What can you give us as an update? If, if, if you want to fill a 20 litre of gas, you need to wait two or three hours. In your home... The, the government does not uh, provide electricity. We go to local generators. Okay, we're satisfied with local generators. Now the government is not bringing fuels to those local generators, and we're ready to pay twice or three times more. So we live in a terrible condition. You live with a, a government who announced bankruptcy. They cannot open LC to bring medicine. There is no electricity inside the country to produce medicine. If you get COVID-19, you go to hospital, they don't have oxygen. It is, I, every time I speak about it, I cannot believe what I am saying. In Lebanon, in year 2021, when, when, you, when on your phone you can control the world, we don't have all those in Lebanon. We don't have the very, very basics. You're working very hard in the Lebanese Society for Educational and Social Development. You're also General Secretary of the Association of Evangelical Schools. How are Christian schools faring with the way that the economy has suffered so greatly? Uh, Christian schools are suffering, no question asked, and this is why we... We knock the doors of Europe, of Australia, of North America to get uh, support and subsidy for those students who cannot pay their, their, their tuition fees anymore, which is minimal. The cost per student now does not exceed three to $400 a year in a, in a good Christian school. So we're seeking the help of the West to help our sustainability of those Christian schools to stay a lighthouse for Jesus Christ. We, yeah, we don't want to leave. We are the only Christian country in the Middle East, in all MENA region, between 350 million 
people in the Middle East. We are the only Christian country. We don't want to leave. And we say, it, as a matter of fact, people from, from different faiths, they do not want us to leave. Because we are, we are peacemakers. We are reflecting the Christianity. We are reflecting the love of Jesus Christ. Our schools, 60 or 70% of the students are not Christians. They are Muslims. And we live with them in peace. We appreciate them. We, we, we dine together. We visit with each other. We want this diversity. We love it. Muslims, they love us, and we love them. The problem, it comes from the big shots, from the big rulers, who are not happy with this diversity and want to create trouble. So our schools are continuing. We're seeking help for our schools to continue and to continue spreading the word of God, the peace of God. Well, Nabil, I know that there'll be listeners right now who did not know that technically and officially Lebanon is a Christian country, as you say, the only Christian country in the Middle East. And I know that there'll be listeners whose hearts are towards you right now, given your role with the Evangelical Schools, the Association of Evangelical Schools in Lebanon, and your social development work with the Lebanese Society for Educational and Social Development. There is a website, evangelicalschools.org, and the cost of sending a child to school, if you're thinking, how can I make a donation? How can I be a prayer partner? Three to four hundred dollars a year to support a student. And there is a very easy to reach website that you can connect with Nabil Costa. It's Middle East Bible Outreach. Now, if you remember those words, Middle East Bible Outreach, simply Google those and you'll find a connection to Nabil Costa. Nabil, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 